0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, You, Us, a well-being podcast. It's another Well-Being Wednesday here at Consumers Energy, and I'm your host, Bill Krieger. Today, my guest is Allison Cooper. She's a business architect for Consumers Energy. So, Allison, if you'll introduce yourself, we'll get the conversation started.
1: Hi, Bill. Thanks for having me on here. I'm excited and nervous. And yes, I'm a business architect in IT. I started this role in November of 2020 and so fairly new at it. But I've been with the company almost 20 years, which is exciting. My husband also works in IT, um, so it's fun. We get projects every now and then together. Uh, We have three kids together, uh, 16, 14 and 12, all boys. So we uh for a while they <laughs> frequented the emergency room quite often but they're a little bit older now so now they just go out and go golfing and stuff together they're just amazing kids
0: and very tall Yes well three three boys almost three teenage boys that's got to be some excitement at your house I I have to imagine
1: Yeah I I'm, when the first one when Carson started driving just my world opened up I didn't have to be the unpaid Uber driver <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, it's funny because I I remember that, you know, uh, when talking to my kids because they kind of, and I don't know if if, uh, your son fell into this area, but a lot of my daughter's friends opted just not to get a license. And, uh, you know, their their parents were kind of miserable because they had to take them everywhere. And my kids were all about getting the license. I think I started them young in wanting to do that. And uh, it was great because you're right. It just frees you up.
1: Yeah, you don't have to go up to soccer practices an hour early anymore. Yeah, my kids all want to drive. My 12-year-old um, has been asking when it's his turn. And I'm like, let's get the middle one done first.
0: <laughs> right, right. First things first. You know, the the downside to that, though, is that I have found that that time in the car with my kids was my time to hear about what was going on. Like I was really in tune to them and their friends and what was happening. And when they got their licenses, I got cut out of that, that discussion. Yeah. Too.
1: Yeah. I, I, that was one of the things that I noticed as well. And it's, you get used to it because you have to drive with them for like a year, you know, until they turn 16. That was often the undivided time that you had with them. And it seemed like they would talk more while driving, even instead of just riding next
0: to you. (laughs) That's true. So it is, uh, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so this month, we're talking to a lot of our coworkers about what they do uh, to maintain their emotional health. So mental health really ties in with the pillar of emotional health when we talk about the five pillars of overall well-being here at Consumers Energy. So as a a mom and a wife, and you have these three teenage boys, I got to ask, you know, what do you do to maintain your emotional health on a regular basis?
1: For me, it's exercise. Uh, At the start of the pandemic, it was wine. Um, But after (laughs) gaining six pounds, it turned into more of exercise. And I've always been a runner. I've run, um, like, I think four or five marathons, like lots of half marathons and stuff. But to bring back the exercise and that like alone time for me has been the most beneficial out of every, almost anything else that, I, that I've tried. Um, going out to run for even two miles by myself, you just like clear your head and you can listen to, you know, some praise music or whatever kind of music that you want. And it's just an amazing time to like ground yourself to then be able to deal with what the teenagers have done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whatever's happened while you've been out on your run, yeah. you can now handle it, right? <laughs> it's interesting that you say that because I know when the pandemic kind of kicked off, I started walking again. You know, back back in the day a, a few years ago, I, you know, I, I I could run. You wouldn't know it looking at me today, but I could run. But today it's just not my thing, but I I would go for walks and listen to music and just you're right. Just totally completely uh, clear my head and get myself ready for the day. Another interesting fact is just today I read in the paper that the average person gained like two pounds a month during the pandemic.
2: Oh, no.
0: You know, and I, I think they probably count that from like April till now, but still that's uh, that's quite a bit. So if you're not taking care of that, that emotional pillar and that physical pillar, uh, there's some other things that can happen as a result of that.
1: Yeah, and find an exercise that you like. Like, like just because Bill and I used to run, like, doesn't mean that you have to go run. Like, to find something else, it can be like going for a walk. And you know, now that we're hitting spring and summer, like, go outside. Like, every state (laughs) is beautiful right now to go out and just just to start moving.
0: Yes, and you know, one of the things I did too is during the winter months, I bought this under desk bicycle contraption thing. So when you're in meetings, you can, you can be pedaling your bike and that, that seemed to help uh, a little bit as well.
1: Do you have your camera on or off when you do that?
0: (laughs) You know, it really depends on the group I'm with, (laughs) right? Some people would understand that some people wouldn't. So I, um, I always, if, if I am riding my bike, I will say, Hey, I'm riding my bike. So if you see me wobbling around a little bit, you'll know that that's what's going on.
1: Yeah. Stand up desks have been huge too. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't even have to be the stand-up desk. You can have like just a, a, a riser that just brings up your laptop and stuff, like just to get standing for a little bit. The other day I said to my husband, I think it was lunch and I looked down and I had 1200 steps and I was like, it's noon and I have 1200 steps. Like, okay, like we're going out to go for like a quick walk, took our dog out for a walk, like just to move a little bit.
0: Oh yeah. You know, there was a a couple of days where I wasn't feeling well and I didn't do anything all day long. And I kind of the same thing. I won't tell you what the horrible number was on my pedometer at the time, but by noon I was really low and it was well below 1200 steps because it was very easy working from home to just sit in this home office and, and, you know, all of a sudden it's one or two in the afternoon and you literally haven't moved at all.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: with so, you. so I think, I think you got it right. You got to be intentional about, uh, about movement and getting out there. Are there any other things you do?
1: Oh, well, real quick, back with the exercise. One of the things that I've started to do is with, so Headspace, you know, that meditation app, you, you played a, a quick meditation, uh, one of the podcasts earlier, you, there's walking meditations out there too. And so it's kind of like hitting two birds with one stone type of thing that you can get your mindset right while you're out there walking. And that has been, it's just a different experience. I mean, obviously it's meditation. You're not closing your eyes while you're out there walking, but it like tells you to focus, you know, focus on the outside sounds, focus on your, your hearing your, the sounds of your feet going. That is one of the things that I didn't know Headspace did until I got the annual subscription because it's something extra. And so that was, that was, really cool. they have running ones too. I think I've, I've done one of the running ones as well. And it just is kind of fun to, to just to get out there and just like concentrate on your breathing now. And, and it gives you a different perspective.
0: Yeah. You know, and one of the things I'm learning through, I, I started meditating at the beginning of the year myself. One of the things I'm learning through meditation is to be present with what you're doing and i know i used to go to the gym when it was still open and i would get on a treadmill and all the treadmills had tvs right and you would get on the treadmill and you would watch tv and you would do your 30 minutes or whatever and then you were done you're like oh you know i i you know i got the physical exercise part of it but i think there's there's some sort of mental connection with Mm -hmm. that that running or that walking that you miss out when you're multitasking and so I know meditation really teaches us to be present and in the moment with whatever it is we're doing.
1: Yeah, your brain needs a break. All day long now, we're, we're in front of our computers. And then at the end of the day, we're looking at our phones to catch up on email or you know catch up on friends, get in on Facebook. And it, our brains need that break, too. We've been playing a lot of cards as well as, as a family. And to be honest, and this is kind of embarrassing, like before the pandemic, we didn't know how to play board games together. I mean, we were constantly running a soccer practice or basketball practice or all types of different practices. And we sat down in the first like month what somebody was upset at the game. Like we just couldn't sit down and like focus and be together. And, you know, now we love it. Like we play a lot of poker and euchre. Um, Monopoly is huge, and if you buy the electronic Monopoly, it can be a 30-minute game instead of a three-hour game. But yeah, like that—that that was a a huge thing just to find something to do as a family as well.
0: Well, you know, my kids are all out of the house, but my wife and I rediscovered backgammon of all things. You know, I think that's probably from the 70s or the or the 80s or maybe even earlier. But we and, and now. We'll sit after dinner and play backgammon for an hour, hour and a half, just to to unwind and talk about what what went on that day. So I, I, you know, I think absolutely one thing that that the uh, pandemic did force us to do was really get to know the people that we live with, the people that are in our house, and find ways to uh, come together without, you know, without getting angry with one another because we're so stuck.
1: yeah. Yeah, you learn pretty quick to start getting along with each other because that's all that you could see for a while.
0: <laughs> that's that's true. I do need to ask, though, did you – so we did the the typical thing. We learned how to bake bread uh, during the pandemic, and that was great because we learned how to bake bread, but it was not so great because we learned how to eat bread, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we did not do the bread thing. Um, uh, I, for a little bit, started to learn the guitar, um the boys like they tried to get better at basketball so that was a big thing and so we painted a court um at least the, the free throw line um on our driveway so that they could do that um we didn't do much baking but we definitely um received baked goods and that was nice <laughs> I'm much more of a eater than like a baker <laughs> like yeah. bring me anything and, and I will sit there and I will eat it <laughs>
0: I can understand it. So how did you get good at the guitar?
1: No. <laughs> and so af- after a couple of months, I put it back down. It was my dad's guitar. So that I really want, like I picture sitting out um, camping and like playing a guitar and people singing along. And that just will be a, a f- much more future vision. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it'll, it'll happen someday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's interesting that you say that my little brother is a musician and, uh, he actually was in bands and got on stage and you know toured did all kinds of great stuff and i was always jealous because he i always joke that i'm like edward scissorhands on the guitar so we're talking a little bit about meditation i like that you brought up the meditation uh during walking or running and i just wonder if you listen to the kevin hart uh running uh meditations on there
1: that's what caused me to do it because i was like huh like let's try this but let's see what and it's he just brings that lightness and um, humor to just something that is such so basic, but it's it's a fun. Way just to get up, and they have all different type of people. Well, you know, Bill, you and I had talked about Andy. We found if we find Andy's voice and Headspace to be like the most calming and everything. And I do want to say, I was listening to the podcast that you played one of the Headspace, and I was at Meyer, and I was listening to it, and you yeah. had started playing it, and just immediately, like my body was like, oh, okay, I'm relaxed. Like still shopping at Meyer, but just hearing that that voice, and because I use Headspace now so much. That it was just was awesome, like just that little bit of uh, you know the start of you know welcome to Headspace or whatever, and is is
0: calming. Oh yeah, and I mean Andy says it only you know only like Andy can say it truthfully. So do you have like a regular meditation like routine, or how how do you do it?
1: Yeah, so once I figured out that it wasn't just having you know sitting there for thirty minutes like with your your mind free. I started to incorporate it through the use of apps. And so Headspace was one of the first apps that I have used. And I don't now r- routinely use it throughout the day. If I start to feel anxious, though, that's what, when, when I play it. But my routine is at bedtime to use Headspace. And on iPhones, there's a feature called Back Tap. And if you, you can set it up. So if you tap the back of your iPhone three times, you can have it do a shortcut. And mine is to open up headspace sleep. So at nighttime, I tap it three times, I put it down, and it does a nighttime meditation. And that has been fantastic and like waste elimination. I don't have to get into the app if i because I, you know, you try to put down your phone a little bit. But so that is in my routine is to do that meditation. I usually journal a little bit Um, right before I do that. And then I do that meditation and that's really helped with my sleep journey. It's been a few years that it was hard to fall asleep and I'm not sure like what happened to, to get that. But now that I'm in that routine journaling, you know, conversations with my husband, you know, doing that headspace and most nights I can go to bed pretty, pretty quickly.
0: Well, and you, uh, you just blew my mind. I never, like I've, I've owned iPhones since you know, since they were a little brick, right? And um, and now they're really cool. I didn't even know BackTap existed. Is that some sort of hack that you just don't know about?
1: I Somebody from IT actually told me about it. So thank you, Chris, for telling me about that. But yeah, like Google, Google BackTap for iPhones and it'll show you how to set it up. And you can set it up for anything that you use multiple times or, you know, routinely on your phone. Sometimes though, when I put my phone down and it like jing. <laughs> a little bit all of a sudden i hear andy talking. and i'm like no <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I really like that idea because i that is like at night if i want to listen to one of the uh the sleep routines it is kind of a headache to go in because of the way i have my uh, apps arranged i got to find it and then go in and do it i love that idea so uh i am going to check it out and i will report back on wow. how that works for me i learn something new every single day <laughs> So, what I would like to do is, we have talked about meditation and we have talked about Andy's voice and we've talked about Headspace. So, I want to do just a real quick, you know, maybe one or two minute meditation for the audience and for us because I could use it. It's the afternoon. I'm ready. And just to show people, kind of give people a flavor for what we're talking about. So, if you don't mind, would you mind doing a. a,
1: I would love to
0: show. All right. So, this is a one minute meditation. If you don't have. Headspace the app or Headspace on your computer you can go out to YouTube on the internet and type in Headspace mini meditation let go of stress and it will bring up these meditations for you. So these are available uh,
2: to anyone Hi, and welcome to Headspace So no matter what's going on in your life right now, no matter how many thoughts are racing around your mind No matter how the body's feeling, just take a moment to sit down and take a big deep breath, breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. As you breathe in, a sense of taking in fresh air, the lungs expanding. As you breathe out, a sense of letting go of any stress in the body, in the mind. Just feeling the muscles soften and relax and close your eyes if you'd like to one more breathing deeply in through the nose and out through the mouth. And just take a moment to pause, allow the thoughts to come and go. And then just gently opening the eyes again. So how was that?
1: That was Nice. That was nice, relaxing. Nice in the middle of the day to have that done. I probably need to start adding that into my routine. And Headspace is on Netflix too. I found that the other day.
0: Somebody was telling me about this. There's a whole series of, of uh, Headspace on Netflix, right?
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm
0: gonna have to. I'm gonna have to definitely check that out. You know, one of the things I learned too is like there is uh, no good or bad meditation. There's no right or wrong way to do it, and. In fact, there was a, um, a, a part of a series of meditations where they even talk about, like, you know, he says breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. He's like, you know what, you don't have to do that. That's just a, a technique. Like, it's not, I'm kind of a check the blocks kind of person when it comes to these things. And I think that's why I struggle with musical instruments, back to the guitar thing. But what I'm learning is is that it's about it's about the... The process, it's not about checking blocks or doing it the exact right way. Have you found that?
1: Yes. I, I must go rogue because I don't like breathing out of my mouth when I do this. So I breathe in and out of my nose. And especially at nighttime, i that's how I normally breathe. And I felt when I was opening my mouth that there was just too much concentration on there. Yeah, and your mind can go wander. You just keep bringing it back. And that's the amazing thing with meditation, especially with headspace, that it just talks you right through that. And the nighttime ones are a lot about, um, you know, like telling your feet, like you can go to sleep and your and your calves and then your mind will wander. Like, oh, I'm on my abdomen now. Like, and you just can just follow along.
0: And that whole mind wandering thing, too, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of uh, even in the basics of meditation where they where he talks about acknowledging that thought and then getting back to concentrating on your breathing. And I think the thing that I didn't realize about meditation was that I, I thought that you're supposed to concentrate on something or whatever, but really it's just, it's just being present and concentrating on your breathing and and that's it. Like it's that simple. I, I, maybe I just want it to be more difficult.
1: (laughs) Um, If you want it to be, I'm sure that you can be. (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay with having it be simple. (laughs) The rest (laughs) of my life sometimes is hard that I just want my meditation to be simple.
0: Completely agree with you. So we are getting close to the end of the podcast. And I just wanted to ask Allison: is there anything else you want to share with the audience before we go?
1: I do. Um, When I was talking about that Netflix headspace. uh, So that was, that's, it's fairly recent. And we were watching one of the um, sessions And Headspace does a really good job of keeping you entertained, you know, as you're you're watching some of these. And my youngest son said to me, he goes, that sounds familiar. And it reminded me, this was years ago, he would sometimes get, he's the youngest of three, three boys, that he would sometimes get so upset. Like, because the older two boys are always picking on him. So we would try to put him to bed. I don't know if he was like five or six. And I was like, hey, Headspace has kids apps. And I went in there and, and you can set it. And, and this is for not just kids. You can set it, you know, like three minutes, five minutes, ten minutes. Some of them are, are variable like that. And I put it in there for ten minutes. And just like within minutes, like it, he's concentrating on his breathing and um, just can calm him down. We did that. We used that Headspace app for the kids section. Oh, I, it was like months and at nighttime, he would say, Let's turn on the headspace, you know, let's do the headspace. And I ended up giving him my um, setting it up on the iPad so that he could do it himself. And it's not just for, you know, us employees and coworkers at, at consumers, it's for everybody and every age. Um, I saw a um, video of a kid, he must have been like three, talking to his one year old, two year old brother about just breathing. And so, you uh, we, Headspace is a great app to use. You don't even need it, really. I mean, if you just want to sit there for a minute, two minutes before you're getting recorded on a podcast, maybe having some like nervousness, and just take a couple deep breaths. I mean, that helps right there.
0: No, a- absolutely. And I'm glad that you mentioned kids too, because you know the truth is it's never too early to start taking care of our emotional well-being. And if we can give those tools to our kids. They might not have to go through some of the things that we had to go through to kind of get back into where we needed to be. I know as an adult, I wish that I would have known these things a lot younger than I than I found them out. But they're here now and they're they're very helpful.
1: Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Let's teach our kids as much as we can, <laughs> especially to do with like mental health.
0: Exactly. I, I couldn't agree more. Well, Allison, I got to say thanks for taking time out of your busy day to come be on the podcast. Uh, really appreciate you being here. You did a great job. I'd like to check in with you down the road to see how things are going and um, look forward to talk to you again.
1: Thank you so much for this opportunity, Bill. And I'm going to check in to make sure you have your back tap set on your phone.
0: I appreciate it. <laughs> and thank you to the audience for tuning in today. Remember, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcasting platform, and be sure to take a few minutes and fill out our survey to let us know how we're doing. That can be found at http colon slash slash bit.ly slash me dash y o u us. And remember to tune in every Wednesday when we talk about the things that impact your personal well being.